0: Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911.
1: Soul Patrol of Jesus 911, we're back. We are back with Jesse Anita Jesus 911. Uh, Tobias and Sarah. It was a and Aquila, uh, and yeah. um, we, yeah. Wish. Yeah, we,
2: we wish, wish. Yeah, we wish. We wish. We wish. Exactly. That, they're our goal. They're yeah. our example. Yeah, we're shooting for right. that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, the month of November. Pray for your your uh, your dead family members. Psalm one sixteen verse fifteen says, "Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His faithful ones." Yes. Pray Rosary every day after meal prayers. What's the after meal prayer that we do? We yeah. and we pray for the, social, for yeah, the yeah, souls for the souls
2: of for the. For the souls of faithful departed, through the mercy to of God, God, rest in peace. peace. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes, it was,
1: we will. We the after meal prayer. We <laughs> give you yes. thanks, Almighty, Almighty God, God, for all, all the benefits. Who lives and, and reigns forever. And may, may the, the souls of the faithful, faithful departed, the through the mercy of God, God rest, rest in peace. Amen. Oh, Amen. So that's, that's remembered the, half of that. <laughs> that's the after meal prayer yep. that Catholics should be praying. That way, you're praying for the dead yes. family members three times a day, and if you add them to your rosary. That's, that's also four times a day you're praying yeah. for your dead family members. Every Catholic should be doing that. And not if only you the add them at your
2: mass, at mass also, that's four times a day. Yeah,
1: if you go to mass five. daily, mm-hmm. correct.
2: That'd be five times actually.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So today on the rundown, we got two topics that we're going to talk about. <clears throat> we're going to expose the Satanist that works for the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the monkeypox czar. And then we're going to go do a deep dive into guardian angels.
2: Right, the it, returning of the devotion. Yeah, because for a while there, it would kind, it kind of, of went away. It went, yeah, it went away. It was just kind of uh, not uh, uh, talked about. Talked about. Uh, people weren't praying their guardian angel. But unfortunately, uh,
1: a lot of the new age movement has brought it back. Yeah. So it's a lot of a false devotion to guard to angels in general, chubby mm-hmm. angels. Uh, as a know, result of it, as a, as a result, result of that, of we it. can yeah. talk to our. I mean, we can yeah. uh, give him a name. So we're gonna we're gonna just give you some good catechesis from a Father yeah. John Perico and a great priest in, the, in New Jersey, who gives us the Thomistic view of angels. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's let's begin and talk about uh, exposing Satanism and witchcraft in our society. Yes, and the person that we want to expose works for the Biden administration. The article's called The Communist Democrats, Monkey Pox Czar is a Hardcore Satanist and Sexual Pervert. It's written by a Protestant named mm-hmm. John Watkins, and he says the following.
2: Yes. He says, do you wonder why bad things are happening all over America? Well, the lunatics have been unleashed and are in control of the government, and God is fed up. Won't be long before the fire and brimstone begins to fall.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I I can only totally agree with what he said I right there. With I agree with him. He's a Protestant, yes. but he didn't say Just anything look long. at
2: this this past week. Look at the the chaos in the streets, and um, as a result, as of a the, result, yeah, uh, I, I believe that it's yeah, absolutely. as a result of
1: the Muslims in this country mm-hmm. that are yep. that are rising up mm-hmm. and, uh, they're, uh, and, and they're, t- they're they're causing chaos. They're causing chaos.
2: because... Violence. They're violent. Uh, Yes, I mean, you uh, can only
1: deduce that they're that they're backing up Hamas. You can only deduce that right, the way right. they're, they're. But of course, if they were Catholics or Protestants doing that in the street, we'd all be in handcuffs and in jail, and be <laughs> facing trials and have our doors kicked in by the FBI. Yeah. But if it's Muslims doing this on the street, or those that support Hamas or support, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the eradication of Israel, mm-hmm. not, not a crime, no crime, not,
2: no crime. And yeah. you know, the the Jews had a, um, they had a. a, a I, when, I think it was in Washington, D.C. Uh, and, and it was, was 300,000. It was very peaceful. What's the problem They had a rally. Yes, they had a pro Israel rally. Yeah, pro Israel
1: rally. And it was peaceful. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Like when Catholics you know, have mm-hmm. the annual Walk for Life, March for Life in, in Washington. What is we, it?
2: It's, it's peaceful. It's peaceful.
1: In fact, the cops are like, wow, what a pleasure to have you guys. you come back again.
2: Yep, absolutely. So
1: going back to the article. The, the, the communist Democrats seem to love Satanists, This yep. article says witches and sexual perverts. The ranks are full of them. I'm looking at a picture of five,
0: five yep. weirdos
1: that yep. were for the Biden administration, five weirdos. And, and and you can see when you go to their social media post, uh, Biden's new monkey pox czar. he reveals an obsession with pentagrams. You can mm. see the pictures there. Yeah. So we continue. The article says.
2: Yeah, the article article continues with social media posts from Biden National Monkeypox Response coordinator, coordinator, Dr. Dimitri Daskalakis, Kala, das das suggests he dabbles in witchcraft and or Satanism. A little more than dabbles. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Biden's new National Monkeypox Response Coordinator, Dr. Dimitri Das kalakis. yeah, turn heads earlier this week after degenerate photos from his past surfaced following his first White House press conference. Yeah,
1: for those of you on social yep. media, all you have to do is go on his yeah, social media. Yep. Y- you can see him. Mm-hmm. If you Google him, you can find him wearing uh, apparel, satanic pentagrams as part of his uh, clothing.
2: Yep. yep, right. Part of his clothing and also his skin. <laughs> yes. He's got tattooed. Tattoo yeah, pentagram. Uh, yes,
1: yeah, sa- sa- satanic uh, uh, insignia tattoos mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. on his
1: body. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a video here posted by a Tom Elliott. It says, White House monkeypox Coordinator, Dimitri Daskalakis. Daskalakis. Uh, is, he says, we're signaling to people who are in the gay, bisexual, other men who have sex with men communities and also transgender people who have sex with men, that it's really important to have awareness that it's circulating. Yeah, he's also, by the way, he's also in a homosexual relationship. Yes. Uh, so he's, he's a very disturbed man. You yes. can Google him on his social media, and you s- can verify yeah. everything that's said in this article yeah, about it's, him. Yeah, it's,
2: it's really disheartening to see people like that represent our country. Yeah, a Satanist. You know, a Satanist. Yes.
1: Also, I also read in another article that he mm-hmm. runs a gem, yeah. Where this homosexual lover mm-hmm. and in the gym, it's it's uh, it's like a satanic workout gym. It's got wow. all kinds of pentagrams and diabolical insignia all over yeah. the gym. When you enter the door, the the the, uh, the the letters right in front of the gym. It's a satanic workout gym yeah. that he runs. Wow.
2: That's uh, and, and
1: he has a high level position in our government. Wow. So the article says. says
2: so, however, deep dive research by the nat- National Pulse into Daskalaki's social media accounts has turned up even more disturbing photos suggesting the openly gay white house appointee may dabble in witchcraft and or Satanism. Biden announced Daskalaki's new position back on August 2nd, noting his expertise in HIV and on, quote, on health issues affecting the LGBTQIA plus communities, end quote, and saying his knowledge will help, quote, mitigate the spread of the monkeypox virus, end quote. According to the social media posts uncovered by the National Pulse, Deskalakis and his husband, Michael McNeil, co- co-own a cycling gym called the Monster Cycle <laughs> in New York City, housed in an old church and known for its bizarre goth symbolism. I bet you that once was a Catholic church. Or one of the mainline churches, but, yeah, main, Episcopalian, mainline, Episcopalian plot, Methodist, yeah. Calvinist, something like
1: that. You're right. Yep. And there's a picture right yeah, there. Yeah, there's you could a look picture.
2: At, you can look at get it. Get the
1: article. It's on our website yeah. or it's on vmpr.org. You can read the article. And there's a lot of pictures that are pretty yeah, dark. dark. Yeah, they're dark, dark. Daskalaki's social media presence is disturbing, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Alongside his partner, <laughs> Michael McNeil, <laughs> the pair launched a goth gym in New York, mm-hmm. all black, Everybody dressed, mm-hmm. which originally ran out of the high profile Equinox gym chain
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, hmm, before spinning off into its own brand based in a former gay nightclub that, that, in turn, had taken over an old church in Manhattan called Monster Cycle Gym. Mm-hmm. One Monster Cycle post from October 2018 shows the number 666, <clears throat> the number of the beast, and it's on fire with the Pulse commenting their social media is replete with satanic satanic imagery again so the Mm. monster cycle gym is replete with satanic imagery
2: so another post for the gym in 2018 promoted an online special advertising uh quote it says sit quote six rides for 66 dollars and 66 cents with an attached photo reading quote satan is waiting end quote the cult theme Fitness Studio even caught the attention of the New York Times, which downplayed the satanic aesthetic in the glowing of 2014 article on the gym titled, quote, health goth when darkness and gym rats meet, end quote. Yeah, I could say that.
1: Yep. And, and again, you, could see, you could see pictures of yep. Mike P- McNeil, the lover of so mm-hmm. wearing satanic insignia, satanic tattoos in yep. a picture right inside the gym. <clears throat> it says, walk toward the graffiti wall, turn left at the 11 foot pentagram, pass the polished gimp suit, watch your head, there's a leather harness bicycle suspended from the ceiling and descend the steps into the basement, the Times wrote. Monster Cycle shared the article on Facebook with the caption reading, we steal your soul. Guess wow. what? Believe what you hear. Yeah,
2: Yep. Believe it. It's... Yeah. Join that gym yep.
1: and believe what you hear because that's exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. There's, a, yeah, there's a post right there. Uh, social media post mm-hmm. with uh, Daskoloska's lover. It says, we'll steal your, your soul. So, mm-hmm.
2: When darkness and gym <coughs> meet. rats meet.
1: Yeah, that's a New York Times yep. article. What's, mm-hmm. what's the
2: title of it? It's um, Health Goth. Health Goth, When Darkness and the Gym Rats Meet. Hmm. The post notes a piece of fitness studio review site, Sweet uh, Concierge. Concierge, compared Monster to a dungeon and described their co-ed locker rooms as terrifying. Well, again, I, I, I would say so. That'd be terrifying.
1: Yeah, the, I the wouldn't New, go
2: in there. Period.
1: The New York Times says the latest microtrend fueled by social media marries two subcultures that might otherwise mm-hmm. and, and uh, I'd have to go into the New York Times and read the whole thing. Yeah, but two it's subcultures: some, the goth subculture and the mm-hmm. homosexual subculture.
2: Yeah, they get together. But is that funny how they—they they all have, have the same uh, goal? Yeah, darkness, All's, darkness, and absolutely. the promotion
1: of sin. All right. that's—I hear the, the mother got a of my savings. Mother Of my face, that's pressure Guadalupe, of the surface. We'll be right
2: back. Stick around. News 9 1 with Justin Nita. Our
0: Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. Something, Ally, you hold us in your heart. Your beauty and your grace are the brightest.
2: We are back, Jesus nine one one with Jesse and Anita. It's so great to be back on our Friday show. Amen. I know all week you have Jesse and Dan or Eddie and and Paul. They're great guys, but then you have me, yes. little old
1: me. <laughs> I'm glad to I'm glad to do this on Friday with my wife to, to end the week. Uh, and by the way, uh, we're on our way to San Diego. I'm going to be speaking yes. this week with Father Donald Calloway, Father Chris Alarid at a Divine Mercy Conference in yeah, uh, uh, Calacon.
2: Yeah, we'll be in Elko. I'll be there tomorrow. And I know know some of you probably want oh, I want to go. But you know what? They're all sold out. I think it's sold out. It's sold out. But that's okay. Uh, Maybe next time.
1: Yeah, those of you that are going to be there, well, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. It's going
2: to be fun. Uh, Tell us that you heard our show and uh, come and say hi to us. Yep.
1: So on the rundown, we've got uh, uh, Dr. Mm Daskalakis. He's a Satanist. He works for Joe Biden. This article lays him out, his Mm -hmm. gym, the tattoos he wears, Mm -hmm. everything he's involved in, his social media posts. He's a Satanist. He's into witchcraft. Yeah. Uh, It shows him uh, playing the Ouija board. It shows the inside of his gym with all this uh, satanic Satanic paraphernalia. Uh, It shows him... um, and his male lover, where he's wearing a hockey mask with a, a pentagram on his forehead. And, and his male lover is wearing a crown of thorns, mocking Jesus Christ. Yep. If uh, if you want to see the people that Joe Biden hires, get this article. It's on my website. It's on vmpr.org's website. The article is called The Communist mm-hmm. Democrat's Monkey Pox Czar is a Hardcore Satanist and Sexual Pervert. This article lays it out clear.
2: I don't know why we need a monkeypox or Don't we have uh, the public health
1: Yeah. in exactly. a department?
2: Uh, why do we have someone that's uh, a uh, s- someone representing that community? I I think th- our our public health uh, department should represent
1: all of us. Right. That's that's that should suffice. It's <laughs> yeah, simple. <should> here's <laughs> here's what we should do and we could get rid of his office. Oh. Uh number 1 uh Outlaw sodomy in the United States. It used to be outlawed. Yep, yep. Outlaw sodomy dead. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Boom! All the way across the board. Homosexual, heterosexual sodomy, mm-hmm. outlawed, mm-hmm. it's a crime. And number two, um, be faithful to your spouse.
2: Yep.
1: Be in a heterosexual um relationship in in, in marriage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and the man be faithful to your wife, the women be faithful to your husband, and we won't have monkey pox in anything else that we're dealing with. Absolutely. That's simple. Okay, there's a great article written on angels by a great Catholic priest. I've met him uh, one time at a retreat. Uh, Father John Pericone. He's a very well known back in the East Coast, mm-hmm. one of those uh, voices of reason, voices of orthodoxy. His article is called Reenchanting the World Returning to a Devotion to the Guardian Angels. He makes some preliminary commentary, but he gets right into the theology. Uh, we'll jump right where he gets into the theology.
2: Yeah, you know, and I want to mention, I don't remember saying, maybe I just learned the prayer, but I never uh, remember always saying the prayer every day and being devoted to my guardian gra- angel calling him. But now as an adult, that's when I realize I need to call on uh, my guardian angel for protection, for, you know, spiritual assistance. We all need to. So um, I'm glad this is resurfaced again. And our church is, 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 is telling our people are the faithful to yeah. come on, let's pray to your guardian angel.
1: Okay, let's uh, Father Periquin writes the following.
2: Yeah, he says critical to the em- enterprise of restoring the true faith is a reintroduction of a devotion to the angels, particularly our guardian angels. It reasserts the prominence of the supernatural in our holy religion, an aspect quite embarrassing to the modernist elite. Witness the manner in which the sacred liturgy is conducted in majority of parishes throughout the world. Do we find the electrifying presence of God? Is it in an eruption of the astonishing presence of the immolated Lamb of God? Does it evoke in those present a deep sorrow sin as it touches the hem of the divine mercy?
1: It's supposed to. And that's the point yeah, that's that that's a, the that's point that Father's making. making.
2: Right, right.
1: Lisbon's World Youth Day was shocking evidence of quite the opposite. There were bishops looking on approvingly at Holy Mass while the priest manipulated a synthesizer as though he were a DJ at a New York City nightclub. Yeah, uh, taylor marshall and other oh, people Lord, they, they, they call him the dj padre wow yeah that uh, sad state of affairs watching the dj padre isn't this <laughs> enough to convince any skeptic of the depths to which the, the liturgy has fallen naive pollyanna modernists can no longer defend this this as ectopic mm-hmm. it was performed at a papally approved event with bishops giving their nod of assent. Mm. You can watch it on the Internet and it's disturbing. Well, to Isn't see it? This.
2: The, isn't it a, a, the, he has consecrated hands. And what is he doing? He's that's a satanic ritual. Yeah, because but, yeah. he's not using uh, his hands. What they were uh, um, ordained for ordained ordained consecrated for. for. Consecrated yeah. For.
1: yeah. And, uh, when a priest misuses his body. And use it for profane mm-hmm. means. Yes. That's a, that's a ritual to Satan. That's yeah. exactly what Satan wants because he knows that those hands yes. are consecrated to confect the Eucharist. He wants yes. him spinning records. He wants him doing this. He yes. wants him, uh, you know, having sex with boys and and and, and girls and seminarians. Mm-hmm. He wants him to misuse his yes. hands.
2: Yes, he does because
1: those hands are consecrated. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Catholics who boast of a sensible conservatism have much to answer for as their see-no-evil, hear-no-evil, say-no-evil strategy leads to a seemingly irreversible metastasis of heterodoxy. Mm. Remember, as the liturgy goes, so goes the Catholic soul. That's why we say lex orandi, lex credendi, which means what?
2: The law of prayer, uh, lex credenda, law of
1: belief. And so, uh, yeah, Padre D.J., is not uh, bringing people to a life of prayer by spinning records. No,
2: absolutely and, not.
1: And by watching young no. girls,
2: yeah.
1: um, young, slim girls, loot with dressed
2: loosely clad, loosely clad that's, that's, immodestly,
1: dancing like mm. Salome danced in yep. front of King Herod. Because yep, you could watch exactly, the video, and that's what's yep, happening. That's what's They're happening. dancing around the bishops and priests, yes. a bunch of young Salome's, yep. the, the same seductive dance that ha- happened before King Herod, uh, because John the Baptist kept calling him an adulterer. Yes. That's what was happening. And the DJ priest was out there, you know, spinning records and doing this with his hands. I'm saying, yes, what pagan rites are these?
2: Yes, and the demon is just having, having a field, a field day. day with all of this and watching the bishops and priests there as an, as an audience also. Well, you could see, see they're looking. They're, yeah, you could watch looking.
1: bishops or seeing the girls going. You could see that. And woe They're to the, staring, they're taking yes. a double take. Well, they're men. Well, the ones that are men, yes. if you yep. see a, a 21-year-old girl loosely clad, dancing yes. like, like that, like dressed like I dream yes. of Jeannie, you're gonna go. Yep. Anybody is. Yep. The, the human brain, that's the way it works. Right. <laughs> crazy. This is crazy. Yes. What right, does father right. say?
2: So father says every Catholic has a part in a return to the supernatural as the essence of our holy religion. Devotion to the garden angels is a, an important first step. Any number of reasons can be ad, ad, adduced for the critical importance of devotion to the angels in these straitened times. One is metaphysical. God is omnipotent. In other words, all powerful. And yet he takes great joy in channeling his power through others. It further manifests his glory and goodness. St. Thomas calls this secondary casualty. Causality. 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 Yeah. Causality. Take a good parent who has labored to instill in their children a solid Catholic character. When others praise the child for their admirable conduct, they are praising the parents who bestowed it. The the child is a secondary cause of his character because the primary cause is his parents. He would not enjoy that quality if not for his parents. God exercises his power similarly. Though he grants us all we require to execute good actions, such actions would not be possible with his primary without 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 his primary causality. the angelic doctor explains more fully in several places. You know what? Just uh, reading this, it it brings to me how what I mean, he is not a jealous God. He is yeah. imparting.
1: He, sh- he shares his goodness shares and
2: his, his power with, with humans, others, angels. we uh, yeah. us humans, we we're reticent and we hold back sharing all the goodness that we can give someone else. Why? Because we don't want to exalt them. Isn't oh. that? I mean, that just really.
1: I'll show you the jealousy I, I, within the Catholic I, world. Yeah, mm-hmm. You'll have people that podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That supposedly are orthodox mm-hmm. that will criticize other catholic podcasters because they got bigger platforms because they're trying to drive their audience to their small audience right now you know what i don't even know how many people listen to me i don't care i i I just get up do my prayers and i get behind the microphone we're letting
2: god do the work right
1: i'll be honest with you i've (laughs) never checked i i've been doing this for 15 years i've never checked how many people listen to me i don't care because I know there, there's at least one person. Because it's not about us. Yeah. It's not about you. Who is it about?
2: God, what? what um, the, the, the general uh, in um, for greater glory, he goes, our job is to shoot the bullet. And God, God decides, decides where, where they land. land. That's what we do. That's what we do here. Yes, that's what we, we do. We fire off bullets, bullets of truth yeah. into the
1: wall of lies and God yes, decides and where, they, where land. they land. Yeah, I don't worry you about know? it like a lot. And if of,
2: you're listening to us, thank you. Yeah, but it's not about us. Remember, it's about It's Christ, about yeah the Catholic Church and bringing souls to Christ. And I know and and, to and, teach you to bring And I know souls. there's at
1: least more than one person listening because I'll <laughs> tell because then Terry would kick me out. He said, "Dude, you got one person listening. You're out." You're, so he hasn't got rid of me <laughs> so, in ten years. So that years. means you got two people. So I got I may have two people listening. <laughs> we got two
2: people. Yay! Yeah.
1: Let's see what Saint Thomas says. He <laughs> okay. makes a couple of remarks about the angels and the goodness of God. Saint Thomas says. It is a greater perfection for a thing to be good in itself and also the cause of goodness in others than only to be good in itself. Therefore, God so governs things that he makes some of them to be causes of others in government as a master who not only imparts knowledge to his pupils but also gives the faculty of teaching others. If God governed alone things would be deprived of the perfection of causality. And like my wife said, yeah. God shares his goodness he shares his with goodness others. He's, yeah.
2: he's not a jealous God. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> yeah. Second thing St. Thomas says, there are certain intermediaries of God's providence, for he governs things inferior by superior, not, not on account of any defect in his power, but by reason of the abundance of his goodness, so that the dignity of causality is imparted even to creatures. Like, for example, angels are superior mm-hmm. and he gives us guardian angels. We're inferior. He governs us through guardian angels for our assistance and for our protection. Mm-hmm. The third thing St. Thomas says is,
2: it is not an account of any defect in God's power that he works by means of secondary causes. But it is for the perfection of the order of the universe and the more manifold outpouring of his goodness on things through his bestowing on them not only the goodness which is proper to them but also the faculty of causing goodness in others
1: in other words the simple God uses angels and even humans as instruments to promote his goodness beauty and truth that's what St. Thomas is saying and here she comes, a mother oh, of oh, the Savior. Yes. The Mater prime example Dei. of causality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, she's a prime she's example the prime of causality. <laughs> she, she is God's instrumental cause to be My the mediator of all Mama. graces. Yeah. We'll be back. We're <laughs> talking about <laughs> angels. Stay with
0: us, family. Saw the bright new dawn, Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us.
1: So you hold us in your talking arms. about angels,
2: yep, and speaking of angels, saint raphael he was the uh, uh, angel for Tobias on his way to uh, meet Sarah. That's right. Yeah. Saint
1: Raphael, pray for, for us. us. Yes. Yes. Uh, Patron
2: State of travelers for those that are traveling this also, weekend he, for also, their Thanksgiving. He's
1: also known as the medicine of God. Yes. Patron State of healing as well. Mm-hmm. And today's the feast day of Saint Elizabeth of Hungary. Pray yes. for, for us. us. Somebody asked a question, right?
2: Yes. Yeah, they asked, uh, "What happens to our guardian angels when we die?"
1: Our guardian angel, according to the the vast majority of theologians and fathers of the church is given to us at the moment of conception and the egg sperm fusion God assigns an angel to every a preformed human being. Your guardian angel walks with you throughout the course of this life, always impaling you towards goodness, mm-hmm. beauty and truth and virtue. And when you die, your guardian angel mm-hmm. will escort you to your, to the throne of Jesus Christ at your particular judgment and then he's done. Then from there, he goes off to heaven for all eternity Angels, guardian angels, get one assignment. Their mission specific, and his assignment was to guard you throughout the course of your life and project good thoughts into your mind through illumination. Whatever you did with those uh, those good projections uh, from your guardian angel, it's up to you. That'll all come out at the particular judgment. But he leaves you there at the particular judgment, goes to heaven, and and uh, enjoys the presence of God forever yeah, and ever. ever.
2: Holy. Holy, holy! holy. Yeah. And then there's another question: uh, Can we name our guardian angel?
1: The the Vatican Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith they they sent out a notice mm-hmm. a couple because this question's been asked. Uh, the question is called a dubia, and, and so people send the Vatican questions and the dubia, and the Vatican essentially said that they discouraged the the practice of naming. Angels is discouraged by the church, and i'll tell you why i 'll just give you a quick reason why yes it 's because second. um <clears throat> guarding an- angels are are of a higher order than humans they're 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 of a higher nature, a higher order, and so in theology the ho- the lower can never name the higher i'll give you an example animals are of a lower nature than humans, so your dog can't name you. Your dog can't say go get me the paper your <laughs> dog can't can't say you know get out get off the bed I'm gonna sleep and go sleep outside in the backyard you're keep you in the dog house your cat can't do that either or your bird the lower can't can't mandate can't order the higher yeah and we see that when God made Adam and Eve he gave them what dominion over all nature and all the animals why because humans are of a higher order than nature and a higher order than animals now angels are of a higher order than humans so we can't name our angel but there's also mm-hmm. another reason is demons are fallen angels mm-hmm. so if you're hearing these voice you're saying oh i hear my garden angel talking to me it could be a demon mm-hmm. disguising himself as an angel of light second mm-hmm. corinthians 11 4 and he's giving you some good thoughts so he's trying to hook you he said I'm going to call my garden angel, Tommy. And it's really a demon posing as a garden angel, projecting thoughts that seem to be good. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're talking to a demon. You're Mm -hmm. walking around all day. Hey, Tommy, I need this, Tommy, I need that. And you're thinking it's a garden angel and it's a demon. So it's very dangerous to do that.
2: Yes, absolutely dangerous.
1: We continue with Father Perricone's article.
2: Okay. So he wants to uh, he continues with God bestows upon the angels an invaluable secondary causality through them. He governs the created order. This includes a stunning complexity of beauty, which is a pale refraction of the staggering beauty of the Blessed Trinity. Not to be overlooked is a genuine agency of secondary causes, amplifying the infinite dimensions of divine providence. Each producing genuine causality, causality, but in their ordered manner. All of this unfolding in a hierarchical order that delivers satisfaction to the intellect and peace to the human soul. Thus, our blessed mother is mediatrix of all graces.
1: Let's talk about the nine choirs of angels. Mm -hmm. The first hierarchy forms God's immediate court and receives its justice, splendor and burning love by direct communication from our Lord the highest order of choirs called the seraphim they're uniquely united to the very love of god this the uh, uh, the eighth uh, rank or the eighth choir in heaven uh, the cherubim united to god by their profound knowledge of the mysteries of god the seventh choir in heaven called the thrones are united to god by contemplation and serve him in an ineffable fashion
2: yeah the second hierarchy was created by god to govern the world both spiritual and material in the name of him whose inheritance it is, the man-god and the king of glory, Jesus Christ. So the sick, sixth choir, choir is the domin, dominations, preside, o- and they preside over the government of the universe from the steps of God's throne. Wow. Uh, the fifth is the virtues, and they watch over the course of nature's laws, the preservation of species, and the movement of the heavens the fourth is the powers and what they do is they hold the spirits of wickedness in subjection under the command of our lady virgin most powerful
1: mm. the her- wow. their hierarchy executes the divine decrees both for angels and men heaven's messengers ambassadors and overseers they are the ministers of salvation wrought on earth by jesus the heavenly high priest And so the third rank, the third choir of angels in heaven, called the principalities, they preside over the whole human race in general and great social bodies, such as nations and churches in particular. The second choir in heaven is called the archangels. They rule the angels and transmit to them the commands of God, together with the love and light which comes down to us from the highest hierarchy. They preside over the smaller communities, such as religious orders and families. Then the first choir in heaven is called the angels. They are messengers of God, also deputed with the guardianship of man. From their numbers come the guardian angels.
2: Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to uh, the, I think it's the the fifth, the virtues, where it says, watch over the course of nature's laws, preservation of species, and the movement of heavens. I think uh, these environmentalists, they need to... Uh, uh, <laughs> think about the virtues they have it they have it taken care of yeah, there's they have no it all figured there's out. no global warming there's yeah. no climate, climate change there's no what's no, what's the new word sustainable development sustainable development, development. Yeah. just the virtues are taking care of it they're taking care of it yeah. trust me pope trust me everybody that's going to this conference yes. in the next couple of weeks uh just, just trust
0: in the trust in, in, in the virtues. angels the virtues yeah
2: the virtues they got it they got it
1: As a a youngster say,
2: I had to as a younger say, say, they got this. They got got this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. So the Garden Angels are the closest collaborators with the Blessed Trinity on our behalf. Their entire existence is consumed with caring for our existence, both spiritual and physical. Of course, their mediation follows that of Our Lady. Nonetheless, they are deputed in a singular fashion to bring us to heaven. It is their role to inspire our intellect with contrition and works of virtues, especially holy charity, as well as assisting us to comprehend matters of great complexity. They fortify our will so that we do not falter before great temptations or crosses that it pleases our Lord to send us. They are present to protect us from physical dangers and simply to answer our pleadings for the most pedestrian needs.
1: While protecting us, they're, they're teaching us humility. <clears throat> we come to realize, to the realization that without God's help, coming through the angels and grace, we could do nothing that is good. Our friendship with our guardian angels ought to be cultivated daily. Gradually, we develop a dependence upon them, which slowly becomes a profound affection. Mm-hmm.
2: We must imitate the saints who would frequently commission their angels to rush to the assistance of the of others. Before preaching, St. Vincent Ferrer would plead with his guardian angel to visit all those who would be listening and open their hearts. Perhaps returning to the old prayer to the guardian angels would be a good first step. And what's that prayer?
1: Angel of God,
2: my guardian dear, to whom God love commits me here, ever
1: this day be at my side to light and guard and rule and guide. Amen. Some people say, ah, that's too saccharine. That's That's, that's baby talk. <laughs> Yeah, that would be the complaint of the catholic the yep. thing he's grown up. But actually, he's grown out of the faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Because the
1: faith bestows a childlikeness that is never childish.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is it is gilded by the protection of humility. Any catholic who sneers at the quality mm-hmm. of this prayer the angel of god mm-hmm. is not too far from the apostle who mm-hmm. protested in John uh, mm-hmm. 125, why was this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here is where cynicism usurps innocence. While modernist clerics mock devotion to the guardian angels, along with any trace of supernatural religion, we must remember one thing. Good Catholics fighting for the truth will win in this greatest of contents facing Mother Church in 2,000 years. For we have the armies of heaven fighting with us and through our prayers and sacrifices, modernists do not. How could they? For them, the armies of heaven are a fantasy.
2: Yeah. And when, you know, going back to the prayer, guardian angel prayer, when do we, when should we pray it? When you get up before you go to bed and any time during the day, you jump in your car, say the guardian angel prayer, you know, you, you see somebody say the guardian angel prayer, jump on a plane, Get on the plane,
1: um, go to bed gar- at night. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. At night before you go to bed. Uh, so that's when you can say it so it's there's not just w- one time it's as many times as you feel the need and you have those promptings i want to pray that's a prayer you can just pray immediately cuz that's um you know when you get those promptings of i, I need to pray go
1: yeah it's probably that's hard- what
2: that's the beauty of the catholic church yes. we have fixed prayers and then we, and have, we spon- have the spontaneous prayers yeah. so we have both we have the best of both worlds so use the church's uh, uh uh arsenal that's what it is go grab go grab your arsenal from the closet absolutely you know your yeah. your rosary and start praying we have it we don't have to make things up they're yeah. already set
1: on the next segment i'm going <laughs> to talk about the way my guardian angel actually saved uh saved me from uh who knows? I don't know. Maybe getting possessed walking into a, a satanic <laughs> temple. You'll uh I was going to do something stupid but my guardian angel did not allow me. That's yes. up next. Stick around.
2: Hora,
0: <laughs>
2: Stay with us, family.
0: us your beauty and your grace are the bright our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So you hold
1: us in your arms. We're back. I just came from a, a climate change uh, conference. conference in well, Baltimore, press. Maryland. And it's, we brought in some experts, a bunch of Catholic apostolates that were showing that it's fake science. It's false. Uh, it's, uh, it's science fiction. We brought three world experts in. You can watch the videos on churchmilitant.com. They have all the presentations. And I say this because the U.S. bishops uh, and and the Vatican, the Pope, they they believe that this is true science. And I say that because uh, one of their agendas and their items is is climate change, is is, is global warming. The Pope's even written two encyclicals on the environment. And so we as Catholics, we don't want to see our Pope and our bishops involved in the weather. Let's leave that to the virtues, those, mm, those, the those, virtues. those angels mm-hmm. that are in charge of the cosmos, cosmology. Mm-hmm. They can, ha- they can <laughs> handle the weather in the four seasons. I trust in them versus trusting in the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, uh, Bill Gates, and all these globalists that think that through uh, through science, they can control the four seasons. No, the angels are doing that, and there's a ministry of angels called the virtues. That's their job, is to take care of the cosmos. So, I would just ask respectfully, the Pope and the U.S. bishops, let's get back to faith and morals. Let's get back to the salvation of souls. Uh, I'm more concerned with the uh, salvation. Uh, of souls than the pollution of the planet yeah, leave I, that leave that to God leave that to the angels
2: Right, and I think we need to pray for the Pope for you know, just this illumination to get back right on track uh, because uh, What happens people that are uh, most people that believe in the environment and you know a lot many of them are atheists Yes, and that's the religion. Yes it, it the is. World, the world the the planet is their religion yeah. mother earth mother earth so yeah. Um we got to pray for them. Yeah. We got to pray for them.
1: Their conversion. Absolutely. So let me tell you when I was uh saved from stupidity by my garden <laughs> angel. <laughs> on November 10th, 2020, that was a Tuesday. I went to morning mass and prayed the rosary with two other good Catholic friends in Los Angeles because we were going to spend the day investigating locations mm-hmm. where satanism and witchcraft is practiced in the barrios, the Hispanic parts of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, this, this was uh, day two of gathering data and investigating. So after Holy Mass, my friend, my friend Bob Floyd and Armando Valenzuela, Armando's a retired, uh, he's a, a, a Marine veteran and he's also retired law enforcement. We drove to Temple Santa Muerte to continue gathering intelligence on the occult for a project that Bob was working on or that Bob is working on. We parked our car Walked to the front of Templo Santa Muerte. I have to admit it, it, it was eerie, very eerie. <laughs> the two front doors were wide open and I could see inside. There were people that were prostrate like Muslims do with their, you know, with the buttocks up in the air. They were worshiping the Santa Muerte, who we know is Satan in unknown languages. Uh, as I looked inside, I could see I could see a series of skeletons that wrapped around a wall. I'm not sure it was twelve or thirteen, I forget. But in the middle was that actual Santa Muerte skeleton that was dressed with like Our Lady Guadalupe with a scimitar and a s and a sickle, you know, instruments mm-hmm. of death. Yeah. And that demon deity, a full skeleton, it's probably a human skeleton.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was right in the middle, and it was wrapped around by other skeletons also dressed with hoodies and, and uh, long the,
2: capes, probably. Yeah. Huh? But
1: the one in the middle was dressed with with the uh, with the colors of Our Lady Guadalupe, which oh, is exact wow. mockery is of Catholicism. Mockery. So uh, the background was red and black. It looked like uh, fake Catholic President Joe Biden's hellish red and black background when he gave that polarizing <laughs> speech to the nation on, on Thursday night, September 1st, 2022. Mm-hmm. The s- satanic parishioners that I saw worshiping inside they were not speaking English or Spanish or Latin, because I understand a lot of Latin Mm -hmm. prayers. They were speaking in diabolical tongues because we've heard diabolical tongues Mm -hmm. before. And it's like once you hear it, you can't unhear it. You know what it sounds like. It's like once you see a possessed person, like me and my wife have seen possessed people, Mm -hmm. you can't unsee it. We know how it looks like. We know how the manifestations look like. So... I told Bob, mm-hmm. here we are, go inside and take your pictures and let's leave this godforsaken place. Bob said, I'm not going in there. And Armando said the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. Isn't that what we came for? This is like the, the grand finale to take pictures for your investigation. And then we're out of here. Well, both of them didn't want to go in there. I told Bob, give me your camera, I'll walk in there, snap a few pictures, and we'll leave. I grabbed the camera from Bob and proceeded to walk through the open doors of Templo Santa Muerte. As soon as I stepped stepped across or stepped on the threshold, as I recall, I felt these big hands push my chest and I flew back like a beach ball in the arms of Bob and Armando. I said to myself, "You know what was that? I felt embarrassed and angry at the same time, being knocked on my butt by, <laughs> there was nothing. And, 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 and by the, the invisible shoe. Yes. So my ego was bruised, I'll be honest. So I tried to walk a second time through the door, and again, I was pushed by some invisible hands on my chest, and I flew back. It felt like if Hulk Hogan or Brock Lesnar pushed me, okay? Now... I was too stupid to understand the message that God was trying to give me. I tried to walk inside Templo Santa Muerte a third time. And I was shoved on my chest a third time and flew back again. Like if I was this time speared by Goldberg from the WWE. (laughs) You guys know what the Goldberg spear is, right? Yeah, Yeah, you guys. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I realized that because I was in a state of grace, but under the influence of stupidity, it was my guardian angel that pushed me out before I entered Temp- Templo Santa Muerte, which is located, by the way, 4902 Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles, California, because the the push didn't feel painful or violent, mm-hmm. but it was strong. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming for my 200 pounds, but it didn't feel like violent. It didn't feel like aggressive or, mm-hmm. or like I didn't feel evil, but yeah. I felt a strong like like the wind, it just blew me out. Like you're not going through, but it didn't hurt. I wasn't in pain, uh, but it took me through times for me to register. Like, oh, I think God is talking to me. my my Yeah, three times. What
2: a coincidence. I'm
1: not that smart. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is a shrine to the devil in the center of the city of Los Angeles. This is the official religion of the Mexican cartels mm. exported here to the Southwest. Yep. This temple is a portal to hell. Santa Muerte is not a Catholic saint. It means literally holy death. It's personified by a skeleton with hair dressed in in female grim reaper clothes, carrying both a sith and a globe, and is associated with healing, protection, and safe delivery to the afterlife by her devotees the first Santa Muerte chapel was started by a female occultist named Enriqueta Enriqueta Romero, no relation to me or my family. Uh, She, Enriqueta, she built the first chapel in Mexico City in 2001. The Mexican bishops have all, thanks be to God, have all unanimously condemned this religion and have stated that Santa Muerte is the devil himself. Now, Bob and Armando, my friends, good Catholic guys, their eyes were wide open. They agreed that we should leave now. They agreed we should leave now. Both of them told me that it's like if I hit an invisible force field at the threshold of this satanic temple and I was thrown back with incredible force. Uh, I have prayed daily in the morning for many years and in the evening, uh, and when I'm going to drive when I get in my car when i get on a plane, I call upon my garden angel through that guardian angel prayer mm-hmm. that me and my wife prayed yeah. a little while ago It's kind of standard in, yeah. in my prayer protocol uh, i didn't i didn't need to experience what i experienced on november twentieth two thousand twenty two being shoved by a by powerful invisible hands to believe in my garden angel i already believed in mm-hmm. my garden angel mm-hmm. but it's good to know that that there are that they are there to save some of us or to Mm -hmm. save all of us from demons. That's their job. Mm -hmm. And even save us from ourselves. Yep. And the Bible says several things, Anita, about guardian angels. If you can share with the audience, we'll comment on it.
2: Yeah, they say uh, one of the tasks of our guardian angel is to ward off demons from us. Sometimes we visualize moral decision making as a debate between a bad angel whispering in one ear and a good angel speaking wisely in the other. There is truth to this. According to St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the roles of the guardian angels is what? To fight off demons. That's one of the roles. Uh, when tempted, he says... St. John Bosco in, Yeah, St. John Bosco says, and when tempted, invoke your angel. He is more eager to help you than you are, you are to be helped. So ignore the devil and do not be afraid of him. He trembles and flees at the sight of your guardian angel.
1: That's good well, to know.
2: Yeah, that is good to know. You know, I I um many uh well my my younger son was in uh, um high school at uh he was going to um You had an encounter with yeah, a guardian angel. Yeah, we had an encounter with a guardian gar- angel because we were come, we got in an accident on our way I picked up Josh, that's our youngest son from um Crespi
0: high, Crespi school. high School Crespi High School in the San
2: Fernando Valley in Encino. So we were coming uh, off of the 101 freeway and transitioning the hairpin turn onto the 405 freeway. As we were going the hair, hairpin turn, the ice, we saw this uh, Toyota um, 4Runner uh, just uh, starting to roll, roll, boom, boom, boom. And he hit In a very
1: busy yeah, freeway. He,
2: very busy freeway. He hit the embankment and, as, and he rolled, it rolled ricocheted and he rolled towards where uh, we were coming off. Off of that hairpin turn onto the four five north, and as he came, I said, "I all I says, oh my goodness, oh Jesus!" That's all I cried, and then I my my the wheel on the uh, the steering wheel just always made a sudden uh, turn. It's like something turned. It my, wasn't you. It wasn't me. It turned my wheel. I went into the uh, the actual the side of the, the road, and the truck hit hit only and broke off my my, my side mirror. So that was- It would've hit it would've it smashed would, your car. It would've smashed my car. We would've been, been dead. dead. We would've been dead. If
1: something didn't turn That's the a, wheel to the right yeah. and you veered off the I road. I believe
2: it was my guardian angel. Yeah,
1: without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, because as soon as you start praying, yeah. prayer calls angels, boom. Yeah. Whatever prayer you do, angels are invoked <laughs> as soon as you start praying. Wow.
2: Thank you, Garden Angel.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Garden Angel. Hey, up next, Gary Machuda, Hands On Apologetics. Hope you enjoyed this talk on the Garden Angels. And uh, I'll make sure my wife gives you the longer version next time. (laughs) You only had like two minutes to do it.
2: Yeah, two
1: minutes. See you next time, family. Lovely. God bless you. Keep the faith. Pray to your Garden Angel. Yes.